What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 103. I'm glad you remembered that because this whole time that you were playing the song, and I was thinking, is it 102, 3, or 4? I knew it wasn't 100, so that helps. Right. I kind of second guessed myself when I started playing the music, but it came back to me. The confidence. You said it with confidence. Yeah. So, you know what? You sold it to me. You sold it to me. It's just the two of us tonight, man. It is. You know, We've done a couple of these before. I enjoy I enjoy doing these. It's not that I don't enjoy doing them with other people, but, you know, the two of us, we have, I feel like our, our pre-conversations <laughs> that we get on the <laughs> podcast always are a lot a lot funnier. They get us going. They get us lubed up to get yeah. to get ready for all oh, I, kinds of can, ill shit. I can so receive the, with the amount of lube that we've provided pre-game. <laughs> 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 all right, so we're going to dive right in. Um, so while we were making the doc for tonight, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was the ongoing possible alien invasion slash, okay, it's not really an alien invasion at all. It's just you know a bunch of shit in the sky. Uh, but James said we got a video to kind of encompass a lot of what I wanted to talk about in the podcast tonight he wanted to talk about. So he's going to play it. It's a Barstool video. So Here it brace is. yourself. Breaking news from the depths of hell. If you look around this planet Earth, I'm pretty sure this whole fucking show is coming to an end. We got UFOs, natural disasters, man-made disasters. Our pets' heads are falling off. Look around. We got spy balloons flying over the country that we got to blow out of the air. We got UFOs that we're shooting down that the government confirms they don't know what the fuck those are. We got laser beams in the sky over Hawaii. We said, oh, that's just NASA. And NASA was like, nope, that's the Chinese satellites, which I don't really know what that means. But between Chinese lasers and Chinese balloons, they're either planning us a bar mitzvah or they're here to fuck us up. Over in, in Africa, Kenya decided to just split into two. Apparently the entire continent going to break in half, and I'm sure everyone's going to drown. So Noah or Moses or Abraham or whoever, get ready on your fucking ark. Over in the UK, a trans teen was stabbed to death in a park. Back in America, we had another school shooting added to the list. Oh, and we also have our own little mini Chernobyl going on when a train in Ohio carrying hazmat materials derailed. And now we basically have a nuclear winter poisoning all the animals and the water in East Palestine. And in hindsight, with a name like that, we should have known they were in trouble. Oh, by the way, there was an earthquake that killed 36,000 people. Yeah. Basically 10 9-11s, and nobody's really talking about it. But hey, you know, the M&M is the right color or has on the right fucking sneakers, right? Just bring out the four horsemen. Come on down. Hit the trumpets. Give me the pestilence and plague, and let me cash the fuck out of this place. <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, it's interesting. I feel like there has been a lot going on this year already but no one's talking the same way like they used to like oh it's it's the end of the world you can't top this oh 2021 can't top covid oh fuck you 2022 you took betty white and shit like that i don't it has ramped up it has. as of late people don't Definitely. seem people don't seem people don't seem to care that much about major things or maybe it's just no, there's not as I much mean, coverage there's so much going on right now it's hard to place your your care meter <laughs> in the right spot as a human, you really, you really are only in tune with one thing at a time or two things at a time to really invest your energy and emotions into. But it seems like everything's going wrong right now. It does, it does. There's not a there's not a simple a simple way to put it. Everything's, but maybe that's maybe that maybe that's just a product of of what we have now in our society. Is just this, we we come to expect it, so we just find I mean, it everywhere. since COVID. Yeah, and that's where all of our attention was for so long we need need something to just keep us on that high level of alert yeah the adrenaline's still flowing yeah i mean with the spy balloons and shooting down ufos over the past 
10 days. It's been crazy. So I have a question then. So let's, let's think of <clears throat> UFOs is the random shit that people sees that people see ugh, that people see. And then UAPs being what you would hypothesize as being extraterrestrials. Do you think what we shot down with our sidewinder missiles was a UFO or a UAP, like something we just don't know what it is or something extraterrestrial. I don't think it's anything extraterrestrial. I, Although I would hope that it that it could be, or is revealed that it is. But no, I think it's adversarial. Yeah, I think it's China influence in some way. I mean, China just sending shit at this point over into our. I airspace? mean, if, if China possesses aircrafts, right, that have no heat signature, that scramble radar, that have no sense of propulsion that's visible our natural defense is in trouble yeah but at the same time thinking of like the size that some of these were described as like the size of a car or like an octagonal shape yeah it makes sense if it's if it's a balloon but all it has in it hang on a second it's 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 essentially a balloon it's it's not like a giant balloon but essentially a balloon and on it is just enough of a power source and an engine to air propel it you don't need something very, very big because it's not that big. And scrambling technology, just to see like how many of these things it's are they going to shoot out of the sky? Yes, yeah, well. some some way to maneuver it. It it from what I've heard, the technology doesn't seem like it's anything that we have that is of public knowledge that you know is out there for all of us to know i mean i'm sure that government has all kinds of technology that we don't know about i don't know man it seems like the same kind of technology that we put into drones long range we could we could surely minimize if we're not trying to have the same kind of a payload you know and they just are trying i don't know it's it's really interesting i agree with you that it's not it's nothing alien related although i disagree with you that i don't think it would be cool i, I don't i don't like the idea that we can shoot down alien aircraft like I like the idea that that Roswell happened, and that it, there was a crash, but I don't like the idea that we can shoot them down. I like the idea that they know based on that we can't, <laughs> and they're just like ah, look at these little fuckers. But then the second that we do, I, I don't want to. I don't want to see the other side of that, where the thing that can clearly annihilate everyone just is just like oh well, I guess they can hurt us now. Well, screw this planet. I don't know, and you know what? We'll <laughs> never take. We'll never know the truth. About these these recent I UFO we UFO sightings and taking them out of the sky, I don't know if they are extraterrestrial. We're not going to know, and if we do know, it's going to come out years and years from now. I read somewhere that one of them, like you said, was in the shape of an octagon. Yeah, and then one was like the size of a Hyundai Sonata. Yeah, <laughs> so these things are of pretty big stature i mean they're not small they're not tiny they're not like tiny drones that are flying around so biden did come out and essentially say that the last three flying objects were likely tied to private companies recreation or research and so one of the things that they did talk about is one of the main reasons that we we weren't able to so this is okay so this is the weird thing that we were told because in one sentence they say you know norad has this capability to detect these things but its sensors are kind of done so in a way that it doesn't really detect slow-moving objects. It, it picks up on fast-moving objects like missiles, like aircraft, things like that, so that it does not get confused with a drone or a flock of seagulls or something like that. 
Um, and so it adjusted its radars and that's why it was able to pick up these three. But, um, at the, but then again, at the same time, I've, I've also heard that we knew exactly where this balloon from China came from. Like we were able to pinpoint where it lifted off and where it veered off course. And at that point, why the fuck didn't we and blow it out of the sky? we've known for the past five years that these, they have been releasing these balloons yeah. Oh, in, yeah. in the air yeah, and sending them over the United States. But I found it interesting. There was an assistant secretary of defense for Homeland Defense. She came out and gave a statement that says, uh, we have been more closely scrutinizing our airspace at these altitudes, including enhancing our radar, which may at least partly explain the increase in objects that we've detected over the past week. Yeah, yeah. Which is great that we're doing now, but at the same time, if if we just started doing that and then every single day we found some kind of an object and it was it's um, not a good sign is it and we shot we shot sidewinder missiles out of it that was something that i read um, not only are we are we wasting money those are like four hundred thousand dollars yes like three hundred and twenty thousand something like that an outrageous amount well i guess not i guess to shoot these a lot. these objects down but you know the fuel for the jets yeah the manpower yeah and if this is going to be a more well, normal and, occurrence. Yeah, and not only that, but they have to shut down the airspace. Like they right. shut down airspace over Montana, and I know mm. I'm, I'm sure Montana is not a bastion for all kinds of air travel going over it, but I'm sure that there's a fair amount of freight. Maybe I don't, I don't know, but maybe yeah, Idaho all, all of these parts. objects are crossing restricted air air areas. You know that they're they're not where they should be, and they're posing a threat to to the airspace. So. On Saturday, February 4th, we shot down the Chinese spy balloon, right? That was a big deal. Yeah. And then on February 10th, the first UFO shot down was over Alaska. And Saturday, February 11th, the second UFO was shot down over Canada. February 12th, the third UFO was shot down over the Great Lakes. And the fourth UFO um, on February 11th, well, this, this was supposedly a ufo the raider anomaly detected no object found over montana in and out of radar space and detection so it's kind of been happening all over the place mainly over canada and the northern parts of the united states i don't know i think it all has has to do with china based on all of these ufos came about after the spy balloon was shot down well and i feel like honestly any any and every american and probably canadian since we're involving canadian airspace as well if this was their stuff they would have said it by now if they were responsible for the craft or whatever it was the ufo if it was a drone if it was some kind of research balloon or project based thing i mean who knows i feel like they would have came out and said hey we're responsible Canada would have. Yeah. No, Canadian. Like, individual citizen. Like, some company that was like, hey, this is our drone. Or, hey, this is our thing. Unless they were doing something illegal. In which case, that's understandable. But I kind of agree with you. I'm leaning on the side of, I don't really trust the Chinese government. No. You know? Um, And so, as far as I can throw them, and technically I can't throw them, so technically (laughs) I can't trust them. Um, It is surprising that all of these events occurred one after another, right after the spy balloon was shot down. I don't know if they're connected to the mission of them acquiring information through these objects, but do you believe the report that we were able to jam 
their ability to send and receive signals? No. How would we have done that? Apparently, I, I, well, I mean, there's jamming technology. You know, I mean, that should exist. I'm sure, yeah. The that's, that's been in TV there. shows since the 2000s. It's, it, <laughs> Surely that exists. It seems no. like a sci-fi, like, Stargate. No, but, I mean, they can, they, they've been able to, I mean, they can jam radio signals yeah. and radio towers and things Different like that. Different frequencies. And- yeah. Um, but there is one other thing that Homeboy, I don't know the name of that dude, but from the video, he was talking about the lights over Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Did you see that shit? I did. And that's wild. Stella's daughter was in Hawaii the past week. I thought about that when <sighs> I saw that shit. Yeah. I was wondering if Stella was sitting there freaking out trying to like Google she shit all know. night long. And I called what? her earlier to tell her, but she, didn't, she was busy doing something and I just forgot you to mention it. You so. tell her. Um, if you I, listen I was, to this, Stella, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Friends of ours, don't tell Stella to listen to this episode. She will freak out, dude. She gets all kinds of crazy about that shit. Yeah, I I gave her a call to see if her daughter had uh, mentioned anything about that. But I, I wasn't aware until yesterday about the UFO lights. It looked like a barcode over Hawaii, one of the yeah. Hawaiian islands. Yeah. It was weird. It looked like kind of... Not not just like, but it looked like it kind of it could have been made by drones because mm-hmm. I have seen things like that, which is too. astonishing. Yeah, that shit is really cool. And why that's not more of a display? That's crazy. Like when Philadelphia won the NFC Championship, they had like a drone spectacle in downtown Philly, and it was so accurate how those thing would those things would assemble and illustrate the the logo and then just break apart and go into like the font of the eagles it was just that alone i don't see how we have technology so you know available to the common people that's that advanced i i cannot wait for that because essentially all those are remember lc i mean tvs lcd tvs or those liquid crystal displays or those individual little bitty pixels and shit like that right all you need is like a million drones the size of a hat or the size of a of, of your little coaster here, a million drones like that with a with a screen that they display one single pixel, mm-hmm. and you could have a video that shows to the entire right. Amarillo city. That would be amazing, or like over it, it wouldn't be Amarillo; it'd be like New York that we would first see it. But surely there's somebody that's developing individual drones like that, and it's like, oh, if it costs twenty dollars to make that drone, and we're making a million of them. Yeah, think about like come on, Elon Musk. Where the fuck are you? Of drones in the sky, projecting the the Super Bowl or some big yeah. sporting event or something like that. Like it wouldn't it, be the Super Bowl; it'd be like the World Cup. Yeah, imagine something, it over Saudi Arabia. I'm thinking of an like Saudi Arabia spends a massive amount global, of money yeah. and shit like that. That would be so cool to see. And it all has to do with like computer engineering software that we'll see that dude. Surely that programs we will see those that. things, right? Yeah, if we're thinking like, this. That's Surely insane. somebody else is making it. If not, we're going to patent that. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, that to a degree, they're already doing that, but not yeah. in like high definition. They're just making. But they, I mean, they they make videos. I mean, they sh- they do little image because it's not it's more than just one image that they can display, right? I think so. I, I mean, we can do it with individual lasers. Laser shows are always really cool too. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a light show and a symbol of different lights that make objects in the sky but yeah so on february 6th uh oh no i guess it didn't happen on february 6th but nasa yeah nasa was just like it's not it's not us 
but it's lights from a Chinese, which is the worst thing to say after we just blow up one of their spy balloons is that, oh, these green lights are just, they're just from a Chinese satellite the size of Hawaii. <laughs> Why are they over? With so many lights over Hawaii. Why are they over Hawaii? Well, that's the thing. It's, there's so much space in space. I mean, we have Chinese satellites over us all the time. But, but how are they? That's that's one of the things that the government had said that I. How are they I mean, penetrating the atmosphere that far so we can see the light, or is it just like an illusion and and it's really not as close as it seems? Oh, I don't know, dude. It shouldn't be that hard to. I mean, necessary. I wouldn't find it necessary. I don't see how they would find it necessary to have lasers that are intended to do that, unless you're going to try like weaponize it. In which case, this is not a Bond movie. But yeah, Could that be. seemed like a cop out to me. That seemed like a I don't know what it is. Or that seemed more like aliens or the Matrix yeah, riding yeah. in the sky. We all would like to think all of these things are correlating to the truth that there is extraterrestrial life. And they are coming for us, right? Soon. So. These are the signs. Let's say the aliens are short. And so they, they feel more comfortable approaching a child, right? And the alien shows up at your doorstep. They're also known as greys. Greys. Okay, let's say they're greys. They're not the reptilians. <laughs> yeah. Damn, we're going all in there. Okay. Um, and so the greys approach your daughter. And they say, take me to your leader. And the daughter brings you know the alien to you, obviously. And the alien asks, are you the leader of the world? You say, you know, yes, obviously. <laughs> but let's say you say no. Who would you take an alien to? Like who, like right now, because you have to get them somehow to a leader of the world or someone like that. Like what would be your step? I would say, are you ready for a road trip? <laughs> and I'd put that some bitch in my truck and we'd drive all the way to Washington, D.C. You drive straight to Joe Biden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's Joe Biden. He'll be like, hey, let me see the little, I just, little daughter. I'll, just, I'll, I'll hold its hand. We'll walk up to the gate at the White House <laughs> and just, we'd just stand there. And eventually something would happen. Eventually, something would happen, <laughs> and I would take I would take credibility for, you know, discovering would, new life. That's that's a movie that I would really like to see. <laughs> that not would be, lie, yeah. And then you're be, just like, all right, we're gonna road trip it, and the same kind of like take its hand, yeah. And you take it yeah. to go like you drive to from Amarillo, Texas, to Washington exactly. D.C. and exactly. all these different places. You stop. We go to all the roadside attractions. Yes, that would be hilarious. Yep. And it just ends with you standing outside the the white house gate and like people are running up are. with guns and you're just <laughs> with your little buddy. What would you name him? Cause he'd have to have a name or would you name it? Him? Bibble. Bibble. What the fuck? <laughs> Cause that's what Dave Chappelle names is the alien. In one of the episodes when he's a president. Cause he like, he like has a press conference conference and reveals that he's found extraterrestrial life. And he's like, this is my friend Bibble. <laughs> it's the best. Oh. Oh, that's another great idea that you can't, no no one can steal. (laughs) Exactly. All right. So, um, talk to us about the train explosion. First of all, it wasn't an explosion. It was, it was initially just a derailment derailment. And I had heard that, you know, those, the train workers for that company had been voicing their opinion on the brake system on the trains since December or maybe even before that, and they're really making it known like the uh, the engineering on the trains brake system were very outdated 
like Civil War outdated. No way. Yeah. So 108, 170 years. Shame on them for not updating the brake systems. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that attributed to the collusion. But yeah, it's just devastating for that area. And and when I first heard about it, it said East Palestine. I was like, Are you serious? Okay, this isn't in the United States. And then I, I rechecked. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. Fact checked it. It's in Ohio. <laughs> I had n- I had no idea that there was a Palestine. I had no Ohio. idea either. But it's like a mini Chernobyl going on. Yeah, and see, I, okay, so I didn't even understand. Like, I saw that there was a, a derailment. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't pay as much attention to it because I, I feel like every single time there's a derailment, there is no big boom. Like, fortunately, we've been very fortunate that we haven't had this happen. But they set fire to it because they feared it seeping into the ground was a problem. <clears throat> and so It was, it was like a vinyl fluoride chemicals. Chloride. Yeah, chloride. Vinyl chloride chemicals. And they, the, was it the mayor that decided to burn it? To put the, the order mayor in the governor. It? See, and that's the thing. I, 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 I'm not from Ohio, and so I'm well, not. Well, it, it ignited like a plume of toxins that just and chemicals, and it reminds me of Three Mile Island when that reactor blew up there. That's wild. It had a meltdown. But it can't, it can't be healthy there. No, and it reminds me of Flint, Michigan with the water situation. Oh, that was terrible. And you know what? This is all pouring into the water system. Oh, yeah. Wildlife, and it's seeping into the ground. Wildlife are dying. Fish are dying. Like over 4,000 fish roughly have died from this accident. And now they're saying, you know, residents, you can now come back to your homes. Which, how would you feel? I There's no way I would feel safe going back anytime soon. Okay, so it's interesting that you say <clears throat> whether it's safe or not. And so I was listening to a podcast this morning, and I want to play the excerpt uh, where this woman who lives in, in East Palestine, or Palestine, um, is talking about having her home tested for air purity and things like that. And so let me play that real quick. I had a company called CTEH come and test my air, and they walked all throughout my home and detected less than 0.1 uh, VOCS ppm, which is considered to be safe and nothing in the air. Well, while they were leaving, I stopped them because a train was coming by, and I asked them to test the air while the train was coming by, and they detected over 60 VOCS PPM. So I have an eight-month-old baby, and you're going to say that every time a train comes by, those chemicals are being kicked back up into the air. I have no idea what we could be breathing in every time a train comes by. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. Yeah, I heard that it is uh, cancerous toxins. Just absolutely terrible. Just, yeah, I mean, detrimental to life. Not only human life, but wildlife and flora and fauna and everything. I would just move. And I, and I completely understand yeah. a lot of people's hesitation and saying, well, the government is saying this and the government is saying that. Well, first of all, fuck that. You know, if you are still listening and expecting the, your government to tell you the truth and be completely honest and open with everything that's come out in the last few months that people you know, conspiracy theorized and things like that about what was going on during COVID, about we weren't being told and were being told just a whole bunch of crap. But I mean, we've been living with this our entire lives with things with the government, but yep. like that's, that's not safe. I mean, that black cloud lingered for a while and it was distinctly black. Like that is a dense cloud of just, yeah. And she, yuck. she made a good point with the trains passing through and kicking up all of that dust and particles in the air. 
like that makes total sense and just generally walking like of course your house is just stable oh yeah because it's it's stationary it's it's not exposed to the environment i mean you've got windows and everything but when you're outside that's another story you can't you can't dictate which way the wind's going to blow and and what what vehicle is going to come by and kick all that up again and as it just bring as your as your HVAC unit brings it into your house, yep. I mean, it's our, in your ducts, it's in your carpet, it's yeah. it's everywhere now. And what are the odds that the filters that you buy are going to filter that out? No. Nah. And if it does, that's great. But are you have to be on? It's just it's it's wild. Yeah, the Ohio Environmental Protection Agency pretty much claimed that the environment is safe. Oh man, I, that's, I, I that's find a that wild, hard to believe. That, yeah, that's hard to believe. Yeah. That that seems that just seems off. It seems off. It seems hard to believe. It seems completely false. I would have to get up and move. Yeah, and it sucks for that community. I'm not sure how big of a town. I mean, would you is, move if there was a big explosion at Pantex? Yeah, yeah. You are damn right. Yeah, you damn right. If if you know, hopefully Anything there's nuclear not, that's going on. Yeah, if yes. there's an explosion of any kind at Pantex that is substantial. What if this catapults us into a nuclear winter? This one thing, just, dude. I don't know if I it mean, would do that, but I could totally see it completely changing. Butterfly effect. That shit. We don't go that way. If I mean, if this doesn't catapult us into a nuclear winter, I'm sure between Russia <laughs> and Ukraine and China being strange like, hey. shit has happened, like a virus that has a 99 percent survival rate, <laughs> shutting down the entire world. Hey, man, they told us. Remember. That was I was I was a huge proponent of shutting shit down when the models every single model that everyone talked about was this is going to kill at least eight million people and it's it's then there's no way of telling if it's are going to be young or old that was the shit that they sold us in right March. and that that was at its infancy right yeah and we didn't know a whole lot no but retrospectively no. looking back on things it's oh like, gosh you yeah we could have handled that differently yeah. but we didn't know back. In the, the early stages. And I will say this. I think we lucked, <clears throat> excuse me. I think we lucked out with the new variants. I mean, we kind of lost, I think our, I think initially what they, what they said the, the virus was going to do with our vaccine on that first initial COVID SARS 12, 19, mm-hmm. whatever it was. I think initially their hopes and dreams that it would help prevent the virus completely or help stop transmitting it was great. Right. Uh, I think they still lied to us completely, and it was based on no evidence whatsoever, which is what apparently all the documents say. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just a complete farce. They they based it on what they thought was going to happen, but they chose individual models that showed the worst, and that's what they ran. And the through. biggest thing that It I was a huge psyop. Yeah. The it, fear, it did happen, though. The fear that totally was happen. injected into America and the world, for that matter, was just... It was too much. Like, it it really <coughs> drove people in ways further away from reality that people had never really sh- walked down or been, been through theoretically and figuratively. I mean, they just completely altered the way they live because to, of the media, because have, of the way this was being portrayed. We have to be careful talking about this. <laughs> you can't talk about the fact that COVID did happen was absolutely terrible. And we lost a lot of great people that never should have been we did, lost yes, while yep. simultaneously saying that we got played by a lot of people in the government and a lot of people in the Especially world. The whole vaccine stuff. I don't know, man. Like it usually, well, you vaccinated, right? Yeah. It, I did the first round. It's free. It usually takes, you know what? Seven years to, to come up 
it and, was like six months they were formulate saying. A, an, an accurate vaccine that is effective and we like you said we took six months yeah roughly have you you know i i do hear i do hear read a lot of reports saying that there have been an uptick in heart attacks and heart problems have you felt any like chest pains or adverse side effects because you you were vaccinated and you had covid and i had johnson and johnson vaccine see i had moderna which everyone you know looks down upon because of the issues that were with that vaccine yeah but it was a one shot i don't i don't vax judge you that's it I don't backstage you, even though Moderna was the shit at the time. No big deal. And the divisiveness that all of this created. That's another rabbit hole we could go down, but man, it's just, it's crazy. It's wild to think about. And I hope, I hope there, there are not a ton of long lasting complications from this accident in Ohio. Like I hope it's, it doesn't turn into something that makes that area unlivable in the future. I, I just hope it's not three years from now that we realize and, and people just stayed. Like if you, if you're I, to me, I can't imagine staying there and I completely understand how hard it must be to up, uproot your entire family and everyone, I mean, you know, but that looked bad. I mean, that was a giant black cloud. I that can't just imagine chill, that just hung out. I can't imagine while. it being a good idea to burn that shit. No. Uh, and I don't. And I'm, I'm far from a chemist, and so I, I, in no way, am saying that I understand that. But I, I, I think that that seemed like a harsh idea that was made by politicians it and not necessarily like, by the smartest people to it, deal with. Right. It seems chemistry. like they should have taken the approach that the government did with Chernobyl. Right. They they contained that yeah. nuclear area with a sarcophagus. Yeah. A huge dome. Yeah. And I know this is on a small scale, but at least contain the material as much as you can, and, and n- not let it, you know, explode into the atmosphere and and get carried with the wind in, in every direction. I don't, I don't understand the the logic with that, but it makes sense to me to encase it, protect it as hazardous material, and transport it somewhere else where it can be destroyed. Right, yeah. not destroyed in the open air in a community in a town where. So I'm going to give you a blown literally up, yards from houses. You know, I'm going to get you a zoomed out view of East Palestine, real quick, and I can see one of the reasons. If you're like, "Hey, I don't think we should leave this where it is because it's really close to a river or a lake," that seems pretty pretty landlocked. Mm-hmm. That seems like I, I. In other words, I'm saying I agree with you. That seems like the best case for this would be to contain, as it. you put it, contain the shit out of it, as opposed to push it up into the atmosphere, right. where it can just carry down south or east or west or north, whichever direction the wind is flowing. And you've got the Great Lakes there, and Pittsburgh, and Youngstown, Akron, but, Cleveland. I mean, but they're saying highly ch- populated areas. Chickens, like different animals, are just right. dropping dead. You know, like what? I mean, if that's happening and just random animals are dropping dead, like you know what if, are we going to uh, get into? Flint, Michigan ever got a handle on their issue with the water pollution? It was lead water, right? Lead in the pipes? I think so. I, I think I think now, I believe it was like 2015. But think it was about, 2015 or two, 2012. Maybe it picked up steam in Think about the ramifications from that tragic lead poisoning over event i mean 30 years or 40 years something like that people moving out of the area yeah businesses closing moving elsewhere like it takes a toll and hopefully 
This which, isn't the same thing. Hopefully it doesn't do this to East Palestine, but you never know. But I would say, and again, I'm just a I'm just a man on a podcast. <laughs> you know, get up and leave. Don't don't try to wait it out. Take care of your family first. Family first. Home is where you make it. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirte. Joe Joe Dirte. God, that was I couldn't imagine. Um, where would you go? go uh, going awry with Pantex. Yeah. We would all just. Everyone here would have to pack up and just yeah. move. Where which, would you go? Which. Okay, where this would, area is, is, a, is a wasteland anyway. So. Yeah, so you're going to say 300 miles, any direction. You have to go at least 300 miles in any direction. I'd probably go east to Oklahoma City. Vibrant, sprawling metroplex. Everybody, is, Half the people in Amarillo are going to go to Oklahoma City because they can't go to Lubbock. <laughs> well, you could go west. You could go to Albuquerque. Ugh. Or you could go north to some tiny town in nebraska or kansas or is amarillo the best thing we i mean is Amarillo the best thing we got around here i love love the wide open flat high plains i do yeah but i I don't necessarily think that i would miss it terribly you wouldn't you wouldn't just bite the bullet and maybe go somewhere like the valley in california northern california or like florida i think i would stay somewhere carolina somewhere in the deep south i think i'd stay somewhere fairly close for a while and then eventually move further away other than a couple of family members the vast majority of my family like 98 percent probably roughly live within this 300 mile radius Mm mm-hmm this is not including my wife's extended extended family, which extends all of Texas. Um, but I don't. I don't think if everyone in the family had to move and we all just kind of went in different places, I think I would want to go to Florida. Yeah, it's nice. It's generally warm there all the time. I feel like a like a seventy year old man. <laughs> Saying, there's a there's a beach. I a Key enjoy. West. Um, would you Would you be um, into the Miami vibe? No, I would. I would want to go somewhere. Um, I would want to go somewhere where I could have a boat. And that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, and and access to water. Maybe somewhere near the, the Florida Panhandle. Yeah. Tallahassee of Key West. I'd like to be able to see some gators. Tampa. Somewhere with good seafood. Like, that's anywhere in Florida. It's a giant peninsula, but... If you're going to move somewhere exclusively for food, go to New Orleans. See, I, I don't know if I could... I don't know if I could deal with the vast amount of crime and potential <laughs> flooding. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go to Florida, you're going to have to deal with the Florida man. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, the Florida man, as long as there's beer involved, <clears throat> can be can be squashed, and and they tend to they they tend to just leave the Texas. Man I think alone. it was in Florida where the the video of the guy that was on PCP was headbutting cars and he was butt naked. <laughs> you remember that <laughs> yeah. video? I think that was a one of the fl- many Florida man. One of the it, this wasn't a Florida man, but it just it just reminded me when you said on video. I remember when bath salts? Yeah, that like, was in Florida. Real, was, heavily yeah, in Florida. That was was that the Florida man, the one that was caught on yeah. that went around eating people? Yeah. Do you remember? That, yeah, was, that, was, in, Flo- was, that was that Florida? Was that Florida man? Yeah. Was that like the initial? Was that the conception of Florida well, man? Like, one of damn, many, only in Florida. One of many. Yeah. <clears throat> bath it, salts was, was crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've got our issues here in the Texas Panhandle and the surrounding areas. You know, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Kansas, but man, bath salts. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Emerald had a bad K2 problem for a long K2, yeah. time. That was, but I don't think we ever had bath just, salts no. as a problem. I feel like the K2 has just like evolved into other things. Well, like I, there's some like Delta variant. That's not K2 though. K2 was, they were just like spraying like, it was like chemically like, induced or like it was like it? potpourri, right? It was just flakes of shit that they were spraying chemicals on. But Delta nine's like a CBD a variant or something, right? I guess. I don't know. It's a CBD variant. I didn't jump on the CBD band. I think I tried one of the CBD vials for a little yeah. bit. I just couldn't. I still, I don't smoke. And so it doesn't, it doesn't right. play well with me to vape, but yeah, it's just one of those things. That <clears throat> it's hard to stay consistent with. And it just doesn't, I don't, it never made me feel good. So never could do it consistently. I didn't try this. It's supposed Z- to alleviate, alleviate, um, anxiety stress and those sort of things but so does alcohol no i'm just kidding um i didn't i didn't do the gummies the cbd gummies i feel like i did um i feel like i did a a lotion once because it was on sale like a hemp lotion yeah maybe that's what it was i do like when i get my tattoos i have this doc it's a dr shoals hemp and like something else it's like kind of like a numbing type no, sensation it's not, a, it, not not necessarily numbing but i i use that for all my for my <laughs> tattoos and stuff like that but um all right so let's uh, we got a couple of other things on here that we were going to talk about but i kind of want to shift and talk a little bit more about sports for a second uh <laughs> kind of uh essentially the the yeah, halftime yeah. show did you even watch the halftime show because I, 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 I did i watched like five minutes of it I you think. know i went to joseph's to watch the super bowl nice and we all went out to the garage to watch the halftime show while the women sat in the living room to watch it. And we kind of convened after it was over to see what they thought. And we shared what we thought, but you know, watching it, it was very uneventful, not very stimulating as far as like, uh, just the performance. Well, and this is not a knock because I, my, I, I, I fell in love with my wife and then I fell in love with her again when she birthed my children. Yeah. Our children. But I mean, Ryan was pregnant and you can't expect that girl yeah. to, to, to dance and perform and entertain and bring a lot of people on. And I mean, I was worried about her up, up that high, but the kudos, whole time yeah, I was like, yeah, are yeah. you sweetie? Like, it's okay. Kudos to her being brave enough to be suspended I don't know how high in the air she was, but she was super high in the air. She's still a badass too. And the fact that she performed the entire length of the halftime show, like she didn't have any guests or yeah, it's just performances. Her. It was just her. So it was just her. I mean, for her to be pregnant and do that is pretty impressive. It's kind of badass too that it's just her. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a relief, and it's kind of like not as entertaining at the same time. Like I, I really genuinely wanted to see another act just surprisingly come in out of nowhere. Who would you want it to be? I don't know. I don't know a lot of her music, so I guess it would have to be someone R and B something, like, something of that like, vibe like or Nelly or rap. <laughs> like she, I guess she did a song with Kanye, but you, we, we, none of us want to see Kanye right now. But, I want to see Kanye right now. But like, that just dude. bring it, bring a rapper out, bring somebody that, that that has a big name. Like Jay Z was there. I was thinking maybe, oh, maybe Jay Z will come on because he's he's uh, partners with the NFL and he he does a lot of things. So I thought maybe that might be built in or worked into the performance. But I want nope. I want to see Kanye. 
I want to see Kanye back. <laughs> I saw the meme. Because I like, keep waiting for him to get like allowed back into society, but everyone just seems to completely hate him still. Oh. And I'm good with that too, but everyone was uh <laughs> I mean he said thinking there was just stuff. gonna be a huge swastika, you know, appear somewhere and he <laughs> he'd just come out like <laughs> like all. a WWF entrance. Did you get okay, so did you pick up on the Mario vibes? I did with the from, platforms. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of people that were like, "Oh, it's Mario! It's to because of the Mario movie coming out." And I'm like, "No, I think it's just, I think it's just a cool thing." Someone took a a picture of of Rihanna on the on one of the platforms and put like a red hat, like a hard hat on her, <laughs> and on the front of the hard hat it said Halliburton. <laughs> it was like an what? advertisement for Halliburton. She's all in red. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then oh, one man. of the dancers almost fell off one of the platforms. Oh shit. That would have yeah. that'd been terrible. That would have like I wonder how long they had to like choreograph that and perform it and well, practice she was, it like, really to get locked, it down, you yeah, know. She was like really locked in, wasn't she? She had like yeah. like she was connected to a big pole. She did some prerogative, prerogative uh movements and provocative yeah there you go <laughs> prerogative <laughs> that is her, That's what I was that, is, that is her prerogative to be to be that pro- provocative that is hard to say provocative provocative prerogative, provocative you know <laughs> grabbing her ass and the other thing she did we 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 all know what she did um god you farted it stings bro did i <laughs> did you i don't think i did oh it's probably God, dog shit on me. the ground. Yeah, it could be dog shit. Um, so overall, though, what would you give it? I mean, it was far from memorable. It wasn't great. I watched a little bit of it enough to say, oh, I hey, that's I, cool. I appreciated it, but was I entertained? No. Did I want to see more? Yes. Yeah. Was I, was I happier with this as a halftime show than I have been with some in the past 10 years? Absolutely. Right. It, was, it was better than most. I'll say that. It was better than most. And it wasn't shit. Wasn't great. Wasn't terrible. It's kind of right there in the middle. It seemed like I'd give it, it about a most. five. I it, have to. It I mean. still pissed people off. They were like, oh, she's lip syncing. Yeah. You know what? People do that because it's really, oh, yeah. you don't want to hear they'll somebody. Do is they'll record their, well. their track weeks prior to the concert and they'll have it playing in the background. Yeah. So they do sing, but they sing over the vocals that they had already recorded. I mean, you you got to do what you got to do when you're trying to project your voice out to millions of people, you know, hundreds of thousands of people there, but everyone's watching it throughout, you know, the entire world. So you got to make it sound good as a live performance and sound good to the people watching it at home on TV. You talk to through a microphone often. No. <laughs> other, other than this, like no. this is this is completely different for me. But um, right. we've started it's using yeah. we've started using the microphone during lunchtime with like me, especially with pre K and K mm-hmm. in kindergarten. And it's like, hey, all right, boys and girls, you know, we're starting to get a little too loud. Let's bring our voice levels back down to a one, and we're doing this. And yeah, okay, boys and girls, we're gonna turn on. All right, for this next five minutes, we're gonna watch the song from Daniel Tiger. Let's watch the song. Let's eat our lunches. Da-da, all that stuff. <laughs> and it's the just the delay while we're in the cafeteria bothers me. Yeah, I can't imagine it on a giant stage singing and then hearing myself 
mm-hmm. from something that I just said while I'm like, I can't even imagine how difficult there's that a must science be. to it, right? Yeah, because and that's why they always wear like the things, and sometimes yeah. they'll take them out. Like sometimes they need to hear themselves, and other times they don't. It's wild. I can't imagine it. Like I, I can't I imagine, imagine at a large either. at a large stage, just large logistically venue. planning that thing out. That would be a nightmare. Like the whole thing, the yeah, whole halftime no. show. I can't. All the props, yeah. The stage setup, everything. Like it, it would be a massive I, undertaking. I could not. I don't. I wouldn't even know where to start. Like it would take would, a huge team. Like, where do I know? order that from? Right. Rihanna <laughs> comes to me. She's like, "All right, I want six stages to be lifted from the top down." And like, nothing go wrong. And nothing go wrong. It's like, well, we're, it's in an open arena. Where are they going to come down to? Figure it out. Like, she's she's from, like, Trinidad and Tobago, right? Mm-hmm. Or something? Or she's Jamaican? I don't know. She, I'm pretty sure she's Jamaican. We'll have to look that one up. Maybe not Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, look that up. But And so she, imagine her saying this with an accent, and she's just like, just make it coming down from the top. Like, where do you order that from? Who makes that? Like, who do I call? Who custom who, makes who's that? Who's the costume designer that... <laughs> Made hundred or two hundred marshmallow-looking costumes. <laughs> like that would be a huge undertaking as I well. Think she's Jamaican. She is. She was born. She's our age. I didn't know that. She's what? She was what? born in, in Barbados, Saint oh, Michael, Barbados. Barbados. Okay. Yep. Isn't that what Cle- Miss Cleo's from? She's she's a month older than i am no way i didn't know that it's pretty cool wow look at what she's accomplished in her life versus what we have i know right (laughs) i will say this though she is vastly vastly more talented than i will probably ever be musically especially yeah um like i don't don't know i'm pretty sure i know more about like public education (laughs) um and i mean i do have a degree in like early childhood education but in terms of like entertaining and music and probably general music theory and like most skills like that. She's got me beat by far. She like by far. She's chosen the profession that makes the most money. That is true. She by makes far. significantly more than me and has. I that's that makes sense though. You know, I'm trying to think of when I remember her really coming on and maybe it was 10 years and that makes sense that she'd be in her mid 20s. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I I think we've gotten to that age that like I know I've been around long enough for enough people to be close to my age. I'm just astounded when people are like as old as me. Well, it's pretty remarkable to think like, you know, the the reality in comparison between Days and Confused, with it only being what like 20 years after, you know, the mid- after the movie came out, the mid 70s, like 70s. I get what you're saying. Like yeah. it came out in the early 90s and it's depicting life in the in the 70s, and that was only 20 years apart. Like, if we were to do that now, we would be creating a movie about 2005. Yeah. With the same amount of time and there's between not, the two. Is there that There is that much of a change. Because 2005, we weren't sitting around on our cell phones while hanging out with friends. We were hanging out with friends. Mm-hmm. We didn't go over to a friend's house and sit on our phone and play video games. That's the difference. Like I mean, we, we had phones, but they were only used to text and to And call. it was a pain in the ass to text. And it cost money to text. And I'll call texts, you back. Remember, I'll call you back at nine. Right. I'll call you back at seven when I got unlimited minutes. minutes. <laughs> the texts were never lengthy or vastly <clears throat> complex. Like they were, they were just simple, straight to the point, abbreviated. And, and if you accidentally got on the internet, you, oh, yeah. you stopped that. You hit that end button or whatever. To and it turn would it never off load fast. anyway, <clears throat> right? Because because it sucked. 
Never load. But yeah, that I mean that would be that was a lot different. We did a lot of um, paintball stuff, mm-hmm. like we did slingshots and paintballs, and we would like paintball well, Walmart signs and things. like that. And around that. that time, Jackass was was very popular, so we would go out and do stunts. Yeah, and while we would skateboard and do stuff that that was just dumb, you yeah. know, dumb funny guy pranks. I don't even know what kids do now with cell phones. Like they just. Like entertain what, themselves on YouTube, which I do that too, but yeah, I don't do that as much. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, I, I think, I think it could be a little bit different. They're making that 90s show, right? Yeah. Is it that 90s mm-hmm. show? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they missed the boat with that. I feel like that should have been the 2000s show, not because that 90s show. Going back to days and confused. That came out in like 93. Yeah. And it took place in 75. Mm-hmm. So that's 18 years. Yeah. That's not even 20 years. That's crazy, isn't 18 it? 18 years ago was 2000, well, 2004, like you said, 2005. 2005 was 18, so wow, you did that math really fast. Well done. Um, but I I feel like we missed the boat with the 90s show because the 90s was cool, yes, mm-hmm. but the 2000s was kind of a beast of its own with the generic look of it all. Like, 90s was real, real flashy, and then all of a sudden, it was like, everyone wears the same thing. Everyone wears Jinkos. Everyone wears Doc Martens. It depends. Like, the 90s can be divided up so... grunge, punk, goth. So compartmentalized. Like, you know, in the early 90s, it was was grunge. Yeah. Right? And hip-hop was really getting its, its footing, especially the gangster rap. So that style was was out there. And then you had the mid '90s, which is which was a bunch of skate attire. That's when that was really popular, Jinkos and things like that. And then you had the late '90s, where you had you know the boy band era was coming into play, and you had Abercrombie and American Eagle started to get its footing, and that became popularized. So the preppy look was, Dude, was the going preppy on. look was live in the two into the it, mid, it, late two thousands. It, it bled over into the early two thousands. The mid two thousands started to die off in the late two thousands. Yeah, but I well, feel like it got its start in the early, I feel like, like the late nineties. I feel like the like ninety eight, ninety yeah, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. The mid to late two thousands, the preppy look really was either you were either actually truly preppy, or you were like a poser preppy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that, like there was no more non preppy people trying to act preppy. Like it was literally just the only people that was still dressed preppy preppy in like 2007 were actual preppy people. Like <laughs> true to God, they drove their dad's H3 Hummers or H2 Hummers to fucking rumors every single night, or they were the poser preppy where they you know they lived with their stepdad uh, in his trailer and it was just the two of them <laughs> and you know they popped their color a lot. I went through both phases. I went through the skater phase in middle school, big skater. And then once I got to high school, I started to drift over into the preppy side of, of life with the, you know, going to Abercrombie, the shell necklaces, the uh, shaggy hair that was really big, the collared American Eagle shirts, the polos, um, the white hats were really popular, yeah. the college hats yeah. in the early 2000s and late 90s. Um, all of that really gained a lot of popularity at that time. And I've recently found some of those, some white hats on, on eBay and I almost bought a couple of them last night. 
Like it brought back so many memories. Do you remember going to live? Just Lids? the nostalgia. Yeah, we've it's talked about this. I fucking seeing, hated going to that place. Seeing all of the the white hats. Man, I had like a North Carolina one. I like had a, a Moorhead college one. When was had when an was, Oklahoma one? When was Affliction? Affliction you was Affliction I, and okay. Tap Out. When was that, that shit? Okay, that started late two thousand. Okay, late two thousand. Early two thousand tens. Okay, I thought that was. I couldn't remember if that was around our high school years or if no. we were post college. You know, it was that. around our high school years or towards the end of our high school years. Was uh, Ed Hardy? Yeah, that trend. That's true. There was a lot of Ed Hardy. Yep. Man. And then the um, the Pearl Snap flannel I, shirts. I like the Pearl Snaps. Yeah. I had a couple of Pearl Snaps. So Those were comfortable. Those are great shirts. I, 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 I gave a, a lot of them away <laughs> a few weeks ago. I took them to Goodwill. I just don't wear them anymore. But yeah, those were popular around that time. But yeah, the I, I never, I've never worn an Affliction shirt, a Tap Out shirt. And I was never into Fox either. No. That was like the pop punk in the early 2000s pop punk. Remember Hurley? And then the emo scene. Yeah. I got a question. Never never was into that. What would you rather be caught wearing back in the day? Um, A double polo. Oh, God. Never did that. Or an affliction. Probably. What would you rather be caught wearing? But I mean, no, no, hang on a second. I mean, affliction with the fucking bedazzled jeans. (laughs) <laughs> double <laughs> double polo or like with popped collar yeah. like and i'm talking black and yellow like just completely not and and the black has a has a blue polo pony like on it. okay i i did say i i was into the preppy scene at one time but i was never like hardcore into it like i, I just wore you know american eagle abercrombie shirts here and there but i never was like hardcore never put two polos on but if i had to choose between the two i guess i'd go with two polos because the affliction side of things is too douchebaggy too <laughs> you know kyle i want to punch through five sheets of sheetrock right now i'm gonna drink some energy, four locos you know? and i'm gonna fuck some bitches and uh, i was really into punk rock as well like i could have easily dressed as a punk as well but I don't know. I was just myself. I I had athletic, you know, look, and I had a preppy look, and I had you know a skater look at one time. I was just a mosh podge of everything because I was around all kinds of people back then. You know, all walks of you're, life. You're a culture slut. Culture, <laughs> culture conundrum. There you go. Culture conundrum. But yeah. What's we went down the rabbit hole. We did. <laughs> That's why I How like did we these. Even get there. We 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 go down so many rabbit holes and things like this. Um. Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm just now reading this one. Um, Amarillo Police Department's Officer of the Year was arrested as a murder suspect. No, he arrested a murder suspect within two hours. Oh, so our our Amarillo Police Department Officer of the Year arrested a murder suspect within two hours. Damn. Yeah, that's what. That's that's, what I, that's a that's that is getting shit done. That's on the ball with it. Tell me the story about this guy. It's What's impressive. his name? I want to meet so, him. So, the Amarillo Police Department Officer of the Year helped arrest a murder suspect in just two hours. Officer Enrique Gonzalez was presented the award Thursday by the Amarillo South Rotary Club. Hell yeah, I'm The murder happened November 22nd, 2022, in the parking lot of the Tutantotum at I-40 in Lakeside. According to police, John Paul Ortega, 36, killed Ileana Michelle Garza. Gonzalez and his partner were not dispatched to the Tutantotum, but they heard dispatch broadcast 
the description of the suspect's vehicle, a white Lincoln town car. Gonzalez called officers at the scene to get Garza's license plate number. Then he ran the plate, which was linked to a convicted, convicted sex offender by the name of John Paul Ortega. He learned Ortega drove a white Lincoln town car. Gonzalez found a possible address for him and went to the home. Garza's mother was at the home looking for her daughter. The mom did not know she had been murdered. Oh, shit. Gonzalez found a second address for Ortega. Then he arrived. Ortega took off running. Ortega jumped several fences and crossed several streets. He was eventually found hiding behind a fence. What a bitch. Gonzalez and his partner backtracked the route of the chase and found Garza's car keys. So, kudos to you. Hell yeah. Way to go, officer. That's a hero right there. Not only that, but that's, I mean, that you just got to respect the proactive. He wasn't dispatched. He was like, hey, what, what's the, you know, let me just investigate this real quick. Right. He, like, he interjected and did his job. Yes, exactly. And he should be not waiting around celebrated for, for that. Yeah, damn right. And he is. Officer of the year. We would love to have you on. If I anyone's bet we could, out there I listening. Bet, I bet we can totally get that. I bet we can totally. I would love to have that perspective. We know some police officers. Of an esteemed Amarillo police officer. I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be. As always, you share our podcast if you hear this. If you don't share it, well, well you're kind of an ass. You're kind of the scum you know, of the There's earth. not very many people that listen to this, and we don't get paid enough to just keep doing this every single day. Every single day, we're making hours and hours of content. For somebody. <laughs> For somebody. I usually listen to James as he listens to mine. It's just a lot of us bitching back and forth. But It's, no. it's a good um, way to... Just stress relief, really. Do you see that? Just get it off your chest. See that Ginger Nelson's not gonna be our mayor anymore. She's she's not running for re-election. I saw her with a shovel in her hand, shoveling dirt oh, because no. they broke ground on the new city hall. Oh, right behind Hodgetown. Oh, which, I thought. Do we need that? I thought no. I thought why do we have why why why? I like the city hall building that's right there. But it does it, it clashes Parallel. with Hodgetown. I mean, a little bit, but and the Civic Center. It's cool. We should just get rid of the Civic Center and City Hall. Yeah. Oh wait, we're doing that anyway, despite the so, fact that nobody really wants that. <laughs> but we're still doing it for some reason. Now, home runs are going to be hit into City Hall through windows and damage the building, which is cool. No. There's only one that's been hit that far. We were at that game, weren't we? Were we at that game? I know I was at that game where dude hit the 540 foot. I don't know, maybe. I feel like you were at that game. I was game all larried too. up by then, maybe. Yeah, well, most of the ga- <laughs> most of the time we go to the games, they are. I remember there was one time going to the game, and you and Adrian were already there. And it was like, I was a little upset because I was like, man, I think I've missed like the first inning. Yeah. And I get there, and y'all are just like, hey, just go. <laughs> we went. You went. You went. You went. You want to go get Goonies? You don't want to go get, we're not going to go get Goonies yet. We're just going to get fucking Goonies. That's, that's the only way to do Hodgetown. That's like, you're, you know you're doing Hodgetown the right way. If you end the night walking, stumbling get, to Goonies? You get larried up, and you go have you know some late night food afterwards. Goonies is great, too. Yep. It's still alive and, and well. Um, unfortunately, um, one of the uh, owners there his dad passed away which which helped cook and things like that which our condolences to you yes one of the best restaurants in town and i'm glad that they're still 
alive and well and, and thriving in downtown because it's one of those places that it's kind of like a hidden gem. It's one of the hidden gems in Amarillo. I see, and I never go downtown. I rarely go downtown, especially not this time of year. Like I said, yeah. if if I don't go to Hodgetown, I, mean, I don't go downtown. You just have to avoid certain places. But why? Why other than Hodgetown? What point do I have to go downtown? Like I, I take, don't know. Take take your wife on a nice date. Go grab some drinks with some friends. I don't know. At a bar. Or go go to lit and play video games. That's always fun. I have video games at home. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you just want to get out of the house, which I, I get it. I get it. Down, I don't like people either. Well, and it's just it's it's especially it's young not, people. It's that it's I don't like I don't like the bar scene people anymore. Yeah, I don't like the bar scene people, but then I'm also awkwardly and I don't even use the word turned off because I'm not turned on by the contrary of it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just societally turned off when I see a bunch of people that are in their 40s and 50s that are like i mean they are dressed like they are in vegas like i've dressed mm-hmm. up like i've gone out on the town in vegas and it's not right. the same way they're, as they're I dress. dressed like they're in a huge metroplex and i get you want to look nice and you want to look cool but when the end of the night you're, you're gonna go to rumors you're at Amarillo. you're, <laughs> or you're gonna you're go to Amarillo. fast eddie's yeah. You know, fast days and I, your twelve hundred dollar boots. Like we like to, we like to get out there every once in a while, you know, and, and have a good time. But I, I, there are a lot of establishments that I steer far away from. There's just, there's no way you can get me to go to certain places. Yeah, I don't know the Maybe, young crowd. I, 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 I don't. It, it doesn't feel right. It, it's awkward. Like I can't relate. I don't want to be around you. You're probably born, you know, two thousand one. I don't know anything. You don't know anything that I know. I don't know anything that you know. So I don't want to mingle with you. I feel like it was not that way, though, when we... Because there's times that I also feel like that's 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 reciprocated. Like, they don't want to have anything to do with I'm us. I'm just an old fart. But I feel like but I feel like we didn't have that Jaded. problem. I still had so much in common with the 43-year-old man when I was 19 right. that would buy shots. <laughs> I still I feel like, yeah, dude, man, I, I know exactly what the you're talking about. The lonely guy at the bar that you would go sit down and talk to for hours, and he was just a yeah, cool guy yeah. just trying to get away from his wife. Yes. Yeah. I, there was a lot in common because I, too, could say, yeah, I remember sitting in the back of the of, of dad's Volvo and learning how to drive stick shift in the 18 or 1982 Volvo and not having <laughs> in a car seat and i remember that shit and kids nowadays are like oh my gosh my i can't get the wi-fi y'all don't have wi-fi oh. it's just a different different era think is, about man. when I our feel kids like a grubby are older old bastard do you go around the house and make sure the kids turn the fucking lights off? oh yeah all the what time. the hell's wrong with us now <laughs> we now we know what our parents went through and what they meant when they had their little quirks and annoyances with us. So God dang. It is I can only is. imagine what my kids are going to think. Like when they reflect back when we have kids, like when they have kids and they're like, Oh, like, I can see why dad was a little bit of an asshole about shit like exactly. this. Like, Oh yeah. Took till the year 30. The random thought popped in my head, you know, the nursing homes, right? Mm-hmm. When we're in nursing homes, <laughs> when we're elderly, the things that we're going to enjoy, <laughs> You know, we're going to have our own designated area, our room. The things oh, we're going to watch on TV, the, the music we're going to listen to, the things we're going to say are just going to be like so vile and just <laughs> off the wall when we're old. It's it's unreal, man. Uh, I can see it now. So James is sitting. <laughs> James is sitting in his chair. He's watching Jackass 7, yeah. the, the remake ones, or the Jackass 2, and all of a sudden his ringer goes off, his ring, and this is his ringtone. 
<laughs> and it takes him forever. It takes him forever to find his phone. So this song just just playing <laughs> loud. My dick cost a late night fee. Yo dick. He's like, God damn it! I can't find my phone. Ethel, I can't find my phone. <laughs> Stella, <laughs> Stella, bring my phone. Damn it, woman! It's just, it's so <laughs> crazy how things change and it, when we're old. It's gonna be so different. Dude, I I'm excited. I'm 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 not gonna lie. I'm looking forward to the the hope and the desire that 50 years from now, when I'm 80, and I and I'm we're getting, still doing this podcast. First of all, yes, <laughs> that would be awesome. But I'm hoping 50 years by now, if I if something happens and I'm no longer able to walk, that we have some kind of an exoskeleton that can get paid for <laughs> that will allow me to walk. Like that's uh, to me, that's not so hard to believe 50 years from now. I mean, 50 years ago was 50. the, was the seventies and the idea of microprocessors and the idea of artificial intelligence and quantum computers just didn't even exist. Like faxes were around, but centralized networks. I mean, it was just completely different. I have to have faith that in 50 years, as long as we can get nuclear fusion down, <laughs> nuclear, as long as we can get fusion down, I really think that we can, and we can so capitalize that, that as an energy source. I think we can do a lot more. We would be able to buy new bodies, transplant our brains into a new body. I didn't say that. I said a fucking <laughs> exoskeleton, man. I said a thing I could strap to my fucking waist and it just walk. Oh, well, they have those. Exactly. But in 50 years, I would hope I could afford it. <laughs> No, I don't know. I like the idea that we can that we can supplant our our conscious into a computer yeah. and transfer bodies that way. But that also freaks me out because something might go missing. All we are is a meat sack. You know that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's. I saw this meme the other day, and it was talking about it was like the With brain's eight, in it. The brain's like the eight, the brain is eight pounds of muscle. And this somebody posted it was like, no, technically it's like three and a half, four pounds of like basically fat that's sitting in salt water and runs off less electricity than a sixty watt light bulb. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> so it's like, so no wonder that we just like we we spaz out and hallucinate fucking calculus. <laughs> like they're just like, um, oh, calculus. Here's 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 how to. I want to know what's going on inside Elon Musk's brain. Like he's got to have like way more voltage up there. <laughs> I don't know. See, and that's the, that's the interesting thing, man, is it's if we want to look at it that way, technically the only difference between you and Elon Musk is just a little bit of electricity. A little bit, yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit of wire, like just different, different neurons hoping, firing. I don't know if you Sometimes I just daydream like, damn, I just want to fall and hit my head and maybe <laughs> and maybe just wake up a genius. <laughs> you, knowing you, you'd fall, hit your head, and you'd wake up some jackass racist. <laughs> you'd be like, ah! Or what is it like? um, I have heard things where people fall, hit their head, wake up, and speak another language. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard things like that? That's that's so interesting. Like I I couldn't imagine, like being able to actually do math because I'm like legally dumb. Okay, so let's put it this way then. So you get to fall, (laughs) hit your head. Yeah. uh, And and whatever you you can wake up with one thing different about your intellect slash brain ability i mean it can be supernatural it can be it can be that it can be like i want to be able to count cards fucking awesome there you go something like that there you go or i want to be able to blow up shit with my mind or i want to be able to move shit or i want to be really good really good at predicting things so like yeah 
Like being able to read scenarios anticipate, well. Yeah. Anticipate um, highly interactive situations where, you know, you're you're like you're playing a card game or you're gambling or something and you can use that to your advantage where you can anticipate what's going to happen next and get a one-up on everybody and win money. It's like, <laughs> reminds me of going, you know, back to the future when they, when he goes back to the yeah, future yeah. and he gets the sports almanac and he has all that, you know, knowledge <laughs> and he takes it back, you know, 50 years prior and he wins all kinds of money and bets because he has all that knowledge. But if you could have that instantaneously and be able to anticipate things and win games, gambling and, he did something great, like, like Biffville. Yeah, that would be <laughs> cool. Um, I think I would want. I don't know if I'm describing this right. I would want to be able to see the angles. Mm-hmm. I would want to be able to take this and bounce it off of two objects and have it land exactly, or three or four, and have it land exactly where I wanted to. So it looks like you're a fucking wizard. Well, kind of, but more of more of like a trick shot. Like yeah. I could, I could, I could take a pebble. And I can be like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce this pebble off the wall, off the can, off the thing, off the and into this. You would look like a sorcerer. Yeah, like, kind of. You would look like a you you, you have the DNA to um, possess magic, and people would think that you're <laughs> like some magician. Holy shit, he's a sorcerer <laughs> without any kind of training at all. It's just embedded within you. No, have I you didn't seen have the training. people that stack rocks? I felt yes. I saw that live when I was in San Diego once. And I sit there and watch this dude. Those for, people have that in their DNA. For like 20 minutes, I watched this dude. You know what he did in 20 minutes? They're God-gifted magicians. I watched this dude for 20 minutes. You know what all he did? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> I sat there for 20 minutes. I tipped him $2 because I watched him. And he didn't. He couldn't stack a fucking thing. He already had like five up and this is what he was doing. He just, so he stopped doing this one and he'd go to his other little stack. He couldn't do it. And I was like, at uh, one How point, much of that do you think is just total bullshit? I don't know. At least twenty minutes worth, because <laughs> I've he, seen people do it like in the middle of a river, and they just somehow have have the ability to balance those rocks and I, they stack them super high. I find myself trying to balance objects a lot. Like I'll do it with all my beer cans and stuff, or Coke can. I don't drink Coke as much anymore, but I'll do it with like beer cans and stuff, and I'll get the right amount gone that I'll kind of balance yeah. it. Or I was at a training the other day. Um, a star training the other day and they had little cowboy hats uh, made out of wood. And I was like rubbing them vigorously against the table to kind of flatten them a little bit so that I could stand them up. And I had like four standing That's what up. That's you were doing instead of paying attention. Well, no, I was paying attention. That was my ADD. Like I needed to be able to do something else. Cause this whole time she's talking about, okay, so this one is for 3.5 a, and I'm like 3.5 a is da, 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 da. And I'm like, and then I'm just, do you remember the, the rubber eagles that you could balance the beak on your finger. I've seen those balance. Perfectly, I've seen them, but I've never symmetrically. And it was just, they have absolutely like, perfect. They have metal ones, I think but yeah. I've seen them, but I've never, I've never held one, but I know what you're talking about. Those are about. pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, anything that I, that would benefit me monetarily, I would do it. <laughs> how, did, how did we get here? I don't know. All right, so I think we're gonna I think we're gonna shut this episode down tonight as the episode of constant bird walking and going in. But this is a fun episode one hundred three, man. One hundred and three, yeah, not oh. One hundred and three, and you know we never or finished. Four. Did we say four? No, one hundred and three. Oh, okay. We never finished our episode one hundred, which we apologize. We only had like thirty minutes worth of content, and last week we re released the beer episode, which we need to do again. Had a buddy uh, text me earlier today. Yeah. And 
he said, man, that, that episode was really good. I was like, yeah, we recorded it a year and a half ago. <laughs> so <laughs> if it was good then, then the one, the new one we do is going to be phenomenal. I think, I think we need to do another one. Uh, the beer episodes are always fun. They just start good conversation. They do. Yeah. You know, and we could just have a slew of topics throughout the whole thing. We just, we need to not pregame before yeah. we drink enough on, on those shows, on those individual episodes. Just begin it. Yeah. Just start right it and beginning. get it started. Yeah. And yep. not see. And that's one of the bad things about our pregaming is we talk so much, but yeah. we say a lot of things also that we didn't, we can't necessarily talk on the podcast. We do have some right. topics that we don't talk about and things that we don't share with you guys. And if you would like to know those, we do have a Patreon of you can pay <laughs> us a check. Just send the check to Bomb City Locker Room Talk, and the amount is go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to come on the podcast, please reach out. Yes, we would love to have anybody on the podcast. It doesn't matter who you are or, or, or what you do for a living. It doesn't matter. We just want to have good conversations with people that we necessarily don't know well. That's that's our goal. We want to have more people on this thing. Yes. So if you're interested, let us know. Otherwise, we appreciate appreciate we appreciate you guys listening to our episode. Prerogative. Prerogative. <laughs> have a good night. Peace. Peace.